0: Thank you for joining us on the final edition of We Watch Falcon Winter Soldier uh, we have a lot to talk about with this episode this was this was something special at least in my opinion uh, the finale episode episode six One World One People joining me to talk about this episode is none other than a Carly Morgenthau sympathizer Marco is here let's go one people. <laughs> so uh fun fact this is actually the first time that marco and i have done a recording just the two of us so that's pretty no. cool yeah
1: no way
0: really you think I we've feel... done have we have we done the show together just us
1: maybe once
0: mm.
1: it's rare I'll, I'll say i say it's rare
0: i'm gonna need to see the car facts on that but <laughs> in any event uh thank you for joining us Really quick before we dive into talking about this episode, do want to let you guys know if this is your first time listening to our podcast, we are the Comics Pals. We drop a month, a weekly, monthly, wish sometimes, (laughs) uh, a weekly podcast every single Monday where we talk about the comic book characters you love and all the different places you can find them, be that the comics themselves, the movies or the television shows. We talk about the business and all the happenings with these characters. We also have a We Watched Invincible series that drops as well every week until that show ends. Uh, And we've got a whole host of book clubs that we do and things like that. So much for you guys to enjoy. So uh, make sure that you guys check us out wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Leave us a review, a rating, all that jazz. Helps us out a lot. Free to do. Costs you nothing. So... That's right.
1: And uh, uh, speaking speaking of this being the finale for our one of the book clubs, as you mentioned, we're actually going to be doing the Falcon or Sam Wilson Captain America book club. Which, as this ends, if you're hungry for more Falcon, more Winter Soldier, that kind of just Captain America goodness, definitely tune into that. This drops uh, either Friday, Saturday. It that will be out on Tuesday, Tuesday, the last Tuesday of. We're in April. Is it April? Yeah. This is April. Yeah.
0: So. Without further ado, let's talk about it, man. So, Marco, um, this, this episode, I think, really brings together all the themes, everything that the show has been trying to say, and lays it out bare in front of us uh, as all the different chickens come home to roost and every character who's been a, a player in this show, um, you know, convenes on New York City, of course, um, for this big vote, this vote for what to do with the people who have been displaced now that we see everyone has come back from the snap. Um, And Carly Morgan Val's group infiltrates to try to stop the vote, kill everybody who's gonna be voting if they have to. And of course, Falcon and Winter Soldier, well, I should say Captain America and Winter Soldier, they arrive on the scene to stop it. And there's just chaos. How'd you feel about this episode?
1: Uh, I thought it was strong. I, I To everybody meeting up and like everything kind of just coming together at the end. It feels like uh, the last few episodes of um, Heroes. Were, like, uh, where everybody just like comes together to stop the baddies. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is a good moment. I think in the, I didn't get, I wasn't on the last episode. But coming off of the more somber to, somber tone with uh john walker and like how he gets integrated into this episode as well i think is is done pretty well and i also enjoyed the fact that you know we we get to see uh uh, a few i guess heel turns if if i'm using that correctly no Uh, i'm using it face turns
0: who turned heel
1: Mm, oh uh, uh carter
0: okay then yeah you used it correctly yes
1: okay and yeah yeah, so there's there's a lot there's a lot there i think that that really worked especially as we this was that sort of uh climactic time period
0: yeah absolutely uh we got confirmation that sharon carter is the power broker uh phil and i speculated on that last week the show just doesn't make sense as, as it relates to her involvement if she's not the power broker um because what else is she doing here really so She's been revealed as that, and that's exciting, but it's also kind of weird. Uh Sharon Carter, of course, is a character who traditionally, in the comics, is the primary love interest of Steve Rogers. And they didn't want to go down that road with the shows because, of course, his primary love interest is Peggy, uh her distant aunt, aunt or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's kind of weird. Um, but now she has a purpose in the MCU. So... I like that for that fact, but I also enjoy Sharon as a hero in her own right. So I'm not sure how she can go from being the power broker and selling government secrets to being a hero later, but.
1: Yeah, it was a little, uh, it, it was a little odd. I I mentioned in the, in the discord that I wasn't sure how I felt about it. And as I uh, have kind of been ruminating a little bit on it, I think it works for the story, but for a character, I think it's uh, at least, for me, and what I know of her it's not as uh, uh, as extensive. It feels a little bit odd uh, yeah. from a character perspective. It makes sense in the narrative, um, but we'll see what happens. And I'm curious, definitely, to see how he gets integrated, how she gets integrated, because I think it has something to do with U.S. Agent and how like that dynamic is going to be shaking out, especially with Val coming into the picture. So uh, that's going to be really cool to see how they get their own sort of slice of the MCU, and if it's going to go into the movies or if it's going to stay within that TV realm.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that one of the things that this show did well, in my opinion is it gave us everything we needed to get. I think, I think by the end of this episode, you really uh, have gotten the full story Yep. and there aren't a lot of stones left unturned, but the ones that are the things that are going to move forward, the questions about, you know, what Sharon Carter is going to do, even though we know what she's going to do, or we have an idea of what she's going to do. Um, the questions about U.S. agent and all of that. I think those are those are tantalizing. And whether it's a movie or it's another season of this show, I can't wait to see how those things resolve.
1: Yeah, for sure. Especially, at least for me, especially U.S. agent. Because I think Walker has been the one of the most interesting characters to, to explore.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we're going to get into him. I want to start with the new Cap. Because... Um, last week I really was impassioned about the fact that Sam Wilson is the Captain America of the MCU and he should be. Um, and that Steve Rogers was kind of just an introduction to the Captain America character for mm-hmm. Sam to ultimately take on the mantle. And I think this episode did a lot to, to showcase that. So we start off with him in his new suit. That's what the Wakandans yeah. gave him, the gift they gave him, and it is amazing. It's iconic. It's it's, it's the same suit pretty much from the from the comic.
1: Yeah, right out um, of the book.
0: Yeah, and that was that was amazing to see, and and it looks so great in live action. I thought. Did you did you like the way it looked?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when when he first comes in and shows up with that, I was like, yo, that's hype. Because yeah. especially coming off of reading the the series, it, it looked great absolutely um i also loved how
0: you know Batrock the leaper uh has been a character who falcon has had to deal with throughout the show mm-hmm. and so by the end in this episode they've kind of got a personal feud that we've seen develop over these few episodes and now it feels like he has his one of his first villains laid yeah. out for him so yep. i like that one of the first rogue gallery there exactly exactly um you know, and he actually kind of was a test for for Cap. Their their fight was pretty cool. I, I don't know your familiarity with Marvel versus Capcom, nope. but uh, okay. So for my gamers out there, when Captain America uses his shield and like goes forward with the booster from Red Wing, that's the same move that Cap uses <laughs> in Marvel versus Capcom. It's the uh, the shield bash. It, it, it's the same move. I loved it um nice little nod to the to the video games there but captain america's not powers but his skill set is so cool because not only can he fly not only is red wing an ally but he's got the shield so i love how he's he's cap but he's also falcon it's like a fusion
1: yeah the the mechanics of him i think last last episode where he's like learning and training and really like honing a skill Um, was a great montage and you get to see like the fruits of that here so it was it was a really cool combination he's he uses it really well i feel like he's adapted to the shield and it feels like a different flavor of cap especially even in the action sequences where you know all he could really do is like throw a punch and and whatnot and but obviously he has a super serum and all that stuff Um, but here he, he, you can see that there's a, they have more to play with from like an action perspective because yeah. they can he, he went up he was fighting the helicopter then he came back down he's fighting on the ground um, he's you know searching in the dark like there's just a, a lot you can do from a cinematography perspective because he's now this versatile character
0: absolutely um, and, it, and it's a joy to watch it I, I really can't see that I mean I can't wait to see that in, in a movie but quite yeah. Quite frankly, the budget for this television show has been so good that I never really felt like it was lacking um, in terms of, you know, that.
1: No, not at all. It it looks like they're, in all of their shows, they've been putting significant budget to make them, like, really well-produced just moments of television.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, And so, you know, he is trying to stop Carly Morgenthau and the, uh, the, the Flag Smashers from succeeding in their plan to ultimately, you know, overthrow this meeting and stop this, stop this vote. Um, I really love the way that Sam continues to try mm-hmm. and reason with her and rationalize with her. He doesn't want to fight her. He doesn't want to hurt her. He wants, uh, you know, a, a peaceful conclusion to this thing. And it made me sad for her in a way um, because she's clearly so hurt and, um, you know, passionate about her cause. She can't really see reason and she's gone too far. You can tell at some point in the episode that she's alienated, even her allies who don't want to kill the, uh, the senators. They, they want to let them go ultimately just stop the vote, but she's, She's just too far gone. And I've seen some people complaining about that. I've seen some people saying like, oh, what a cliche. You know, she starts off reasonable and then wants to kill everybody. And I get that. But I think Falcon's speech at the end – I'm sorry, Cap's speech at the end really underscores why she was driven to that point. Um, You know, he says – Hey, when you guys go to these other countries and you push people around and you kick them out and you come with your guns, what words do you think they use to describe you? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and how? Far, why do you think that she was willing to go this far? Because something is really wrong, and I think that, that that speech retroactively makes everything that Carly did make a lot of sense when you look at it from that perspective.
1: It it's a. Uh it makes it more complicated because it, it it is no longer a matter of oh she's not understanding why we're doing these things is that the people who are in power aren't understanding what they're doing yeah. and that's that was a really good way to summarize her her mission statement right because it it was it was done so by asking the questions to somebody who will be heard where she's not going to be heard because she's somebody who's affected by what that system has produced. And yeah. here cap is able to at the very least get in touch with these senators. And, and he makes a great, uh, a great point about how they have the power of a God or that of like a misguided teenager, because depending on how you use it is the perspective of which you come, you come at it with. And uh, you can come at it with the perspective of Thanos and just like snap your finger, right, and like deuces to everybody and everything that half of everything, or you could be you could be this girl because of the effects that you bring out in the work that you're doing, right. and uh, I I think that to that to that narrative of like it being a cliche, I, I wouldn't agree just because you see that she you see that she has that reason you see that she gets talked to that that cap is trying to make that connection with her and it's it's not a it's not a thing that she's not open to maybe towards the end she's not open to it anymore because now she's she's following through on the plan and that i think is a little bit different than if you know she uh was in the in the still sort of planning phases because that earlier we see that cap was able to talk to her sam was able to, to get close and it right. wasn't until that trust was sort of dissolved that you right. could um uh, you could see her like shift away from that mm. so uh, i think it worked i think it worked really well especially the moment where she's like and we'll you know we'll kill them if we have to and everyone's kind of like oh all right like <laughs> not, not what we signed up for but yeah she's, <laughs> and she's just like one world and everyone's like
0: mm.
1: oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's good moments and it's good storytelling
0: yeah absolutely and you know we do see um we do see Carly meet her 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 demise at the hands mm. of Sharon Carter uh when Carly appeared to be about to kill uh, Sam you know it it looked like she was past the point of no return and Sharon does what she had to do but there was there were there were a couple of things at play because Sharon was able to escape that situation with no one yeah realizing that she's the power broker mm-hmm. and killing Carly ensured that that secret would stay safe.
1: I, so when, when we got caught in that sort of um, in, in, in that moment where she has the gun on him, did you think that she was going to fire? Cause I definitely thought that she was probably going to let him go and she'd run off and there would be some mutual understanding that they were going to give each other that space for a second. If it wasn't for Carter coming in.
0: That's interesting. I could see that, but I don't think Falcon was, or oh gosh, I gotta get that right. Uh, I don't think <laughs> Cap, that Cap. Bro. <laughs> I don't think that Cap would let her go at that point because he mm. knew what what her plans were. You know, um, I think she could have been willing to do that. I think you're right. Um, I don't know that he would, and I think that would have forced her hand ultimately. Mm, okay. Um, but that being said, we do see Carly die and you know, hats off to Erin Kellyman. Uh, She did a tremendous job with this character. I think she really made this character feel authentic. And as an actor, she is absolutely on my radar at at this point based on her performance here. Um, She's only 22 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, she's got a bright future, I feel. And it kind of sucks because I really, really enjoyed this character. I wish she could have stuck around.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely agreed there. I think, Uh, I think to make her have made her like the standalone villain for the series or quote unquote villain for the series, I think was a good decision, but I I think I agree. I would have liked to have seen where, where she would have gone, where she would have landed had, had this not been like the final moments we see her.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, And you know what, man, I I love the fact that even though she is, like you said, the the villain of the series, if there really is one, um, she's more complicated than that. And I think, you know, in a, a deeper analysis, analysis of this series, there is no villain so much as there are people who are in complicated situations across the board who have valid reasonings and there's a push and pull between their reasoning being something that we can sympathize with and empath- empathize with and when they cross the line, you know, and, and what that really means. You know, we know John Walker crossed the line. We saw him do that. But he was able to kind of walk it back. And by the end of this episode, him and Sam and, 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 um, and Bucky, they kind of seem to have a mutual understanding among each other that even though he did what he did and he crossed the line, he's not irredeemable necessarily. And I think that that could have extended to Carly uh, if things hadn't gone the way they did.
1: I mean, I think it extended to pretty much everybody. Uh, right. Bucky, but the, it starts with him... Trying to make amends or um, I think Sam calls them out you know you're just avenging stuff, but exactly you have to like try to make make a change in yourself to affect change in other people and I think that nobody in that show was beyond some sort of redemption, uh, even and especially Carly because that's the way that they, they positioned her um, exactly And, and uh, I think the to the villain piece, I don't know Sean, I feel like, I feel like capitalism was the villain here.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious but i don't all the way disagree maybe maybe <laughs> like maybe not capitalism but you know s- systems of government like
1: yeah financial incentives
0: what, yeah like it's been it's been screwed up um and we see how that's affected carly and her people and to be honest i think that more than anything we've seen so far from this phase of the MCU i'm most compelled by the way the the blip Impacted the world,
1: yeah. And, uh, it's been. I, I think that would have been in, interesting to explore with Carly. Like, had she stuck around, is what is what is the continued existence of her of, of people that have returned and of people who uh, remain? Like, wh- what what does that conflict start to look like across the world? Because I think that'd be a really uh, interesting take on on the on the universe. I don't know who could fill that spot to like explore i'm sure they could figure something out but it's an interesting way to uh make this universe even more lived in than we've already been the past what like almost 20 years that's 20
0: years uh it's been since 2008 so uh we're no. almost we're almost there yeah but um yeah i think that's such a such a great point and what it underscores about the MCU is that there are consequences. In the comics, if something like that, I mean, something like that did happen and it was kind of undone really quick um, and, you know, New York gets exploded all the time and people are fine. (laughs) Um, In this world, that's not how it's going to be. And I love that this show and WandaVision to a, a slightly lesser extent have really stuck with that and driven that forward. And that's clearly going to be a part of the narrative throughout the rest of phase four at least
1: that's exciting because as somebody who definitely doesn't like the the the, you know, the retcon moments and the i i enjoy that finality it makes things at least for me more impactful and especially in this run of series which you have to consider the reality of the actors like it, right. it, it just makes so much sense and if they can carry that narrative and they can carry the stories and make me continue to care that's just good storytelling
0: Absolutely. So you brought up Bucky and how he's kind of the, the anchor point for the redemption piece of this show. Mm-hmm. This episode carries that through to its apex. It sees him, once the fighting is done, uh, it sees him go back to his friend, the, oh, the, uh, yeah. the old man, um, and you know tell him, look, I, I am the one that I'm the one that killed your son, you know, um, and Yori has, you know, he's heartbroken by that fact, and he doesn't get why. And 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 Bucky's honest with him. He says, "I didn't, I didn't have a choice," and I think that's important. I think it's important that he can be transparent and and own what happened, but also separate that that's not what he wanted to do. you know. Um, and it's a weird way to have to, f- to take ownership over your actions. Yeah. Um, but he's doing that and he's finding that balance. And I think that that's the way for this character to be able to move on. And I'm actually really excited for what they do with him going forward.
1: Yeah, I they they make mentions about making amends for other people or finding having other people make find that closure. Yeah. And I like that that's how they wrapped it. They wrapped it with him reconciling to himself about being honest with uh with the old man and then the old man himself getting the closure because now it's not a mystery. He has that understanding. Whether or not it's something that is a positive um, you know takeaway, mm-hmm. it's at the very least an understanding and and he can he can Uh, he can grapple with that rather than you know the mystery of why why did my son die
0: exactly exactly and you know we see at the end that um Bucky isn't necessarily going to be able to continue those friendships yeah Um, and it is sad and and that's he he is fundamentally a sad character he is a he's a he is a broken character and they're not pulling him out of that completely, but they've, they've laid a roadmap out for his growth and ultimate redemption. I love that it's not a closed story for him. Um, he's, he's like the perennial side character of the MCU <laughs> in that like everybody loves Bucky. He's a good character, but he's not the star of the show or the mm-hmm. movie or whatever um but in that they find a lot to do with him that i think is is great
1: yeah yeah he's he's a versatile character and and a, and a great actor at that to to be able to carry a lot of those moments
0: yep exactly um so john walker it it's revealed at the end he he does get his us agent
1: yeah the black
0: costume it looked awesome they yep. did a great job with it um Valentina Allegra De Fontaine, aka Madame Hydra, aka
1: oh.
0: Julia Louise Dreyfus. Believe it or not,
1: oh uh, Elaine Benes.
0: <laughs> uh, she, you know, gives him with this costume, uh, but we know that that comes with something. Yeah. And the show has not referred to her as Madame Hydra yet. I don't believe, but no. we know who she is and.
1: Oh, you know who she is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, that suit is going to come at a cost. And I'm excited to see how that plays out. I, last week I said I didn't think – I couldn't see how they could continue to tell the story of John Walker with him as a heroic figure because of what he did during the, during the course of this show. He didn't seem villainous or anything like that it seems like he's going to continue to be a puppet. Yeah. Which is exactly who John is in the comics. I love that.
1: He's definitely going to be like the soldier, you know, you give an order and he's there to fulfill that order. I, I think that that was a good way to continue his, his characterization because, uh, he's, he is that character who, you know, we can, we can agree or disagree is, uh, redeemable to whatever extent, but, um, I think I think it makes sense in the conscious of being a soldier because sometimes ta- sometimes that casualty will be will have a negative effect um, either on on the way people view you as a person on the way that people view a certain situation. But that soldier carries on, and yeah. I think that that was a really cool continuation for him. I, I'm excited to see that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I and again, you know, I said it last week. I'll say it again. I'm really happy that this show. Shows a renewed commitment of, on the on the part of the MCU to not just kill its villains or it, mm-hmm. whoever. Like these characters should should continue on. You know, we see with uh, with Zemo that he's in the raft, and I'm not sure if this is the first time we've seen the raft in.
1: I was gonna ask because I, I I don't remember any mention of it. And when when that finally came up, I'm like, oh look, something I actually know, but I don't think we've ever seen before.
0: Yeah, it was referenced. I think in an earlier episode, they, the uh, I.O. said that she was going to take Zemo to the raft. I yes. believe.
1: Okay. Yes. And
0: now we actually see it. We see this place. Um, in fact, I'm not 100 percent sure when uh, when Hawkeye was was imprisoned. Was he not in the raft? Um. Or am I thinking about the comic? I feel like he was. Was he not imprisoned?
1: Uh, that I don't remember.
0: I don't remember. In any event, we see the raft. It's really cool that we that we got that. Um, I'm really thinking that we're going to see a Thunderbolts movie soon, or t- TV show or movie soon, man.
1: That that'd be rad. Uh, definitely, I, I, of like my limited exposure, they seem like a cool team. I, I yeah. I'm definitely down for that.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's coming. I think that they've put a lot of pieces into place for that. John Walker, um, Baron Zemo. You can throw Thunderbolt Ross in there. He, you know, mm. He's the Red Hulk in the comics. Um, I, think that, I think there are a lot of candidates for something like that. And I think Madam Hydra bank, bankrolling something like that, or even the power broker. Uh, you have a really interesting team and a really interesting story to be told with that.
1: So, I, I just looked it up. Um, in uh, Civil War, mm. they it looks like th- there's an end moment where Sam Wilson, Clint, Scott Lang, they were captured and brought right. over to the raft for working outside of the law. So, it looks like, yeah, we've, we've seen it before um, with a few characters.
0: Okay. Um, cool. I think the raft even being being utilized again like i think the first time it was probably just like oh let's just use this name because it's you know something that people will know from the comics Mm -hmm. for me i think this time around this utilization of the raft shows that they're committed to the identity of that prison and what comes of that prison in the comics which is exciting because that is a part of a lot of larger stories so um i can't wait to see how that progresses but all said man I think this episode really nailed it. Um, we got to talk about that speech. We got to talk about Sam's speech um, at the end in this conversation with the senator. Now, I could I could hear someone saying it was a bit contrived. How they have this whole conversation in front of cameras? A senator wouldn't wouldn't even do something like that. Um, which is it's probably true. Yeah. But. Yeah putting that aside just just for the sake of of talking about that moment i really thought it was incredible i think that was sam's best moment throughout the entire his entire time in the mcu and i think it it shows why he belongs as captain america
1: i think it also solidifies him as being that different cap and we we talk about this a little bit more in the book club about how you know he he introduces his politics and I think that that's probably going to be something that they talk about in the next installment with cap is he's going to be, he's going to be on people's bad side because of the way he talked about a lot of uh, about the situation, about the vote, about like just plans in general. And I, I think I agree. It was a, it was a strong moment for him as a character. And for me, it solidified him as being, captain america because now he he not only represents you know the stars the stripes but also the ideology and he's setting down what that ideology is
0: exactly and he's he is a person who wants to be a bridge yeah um and that's something that the world needs you know it's a different world than the one that steve inhabited Even, you know, you talk about him as Captain America during World War II. Yeah, it's a different world than it was when they fought Thanos. Mm -hmm. Um, And he lived through that world. He didn't get snapped away, but the world has shifted. And there's no indication that Steve was involved in trying to make that process smoother for the world at large, for Americans at large. You know, we saw him running his therapy group and stuff like that, but there wasn't a wider initiative what we're seeing with Sam is a character who wants to be at the center of that conversation because he can speak for the marginalized and the disenfranchised to the people with power because he has power um, and he has a voice. And so in a lot of ways on this show, he becomes the voice of the voiceless in the end. He was the voice for Carly. He was the voice that she never had. She had to use violence because her voice was not ringing out, no one was listening to her.
1: Just to get At the least, attention,
0: exactly, exactly right. Um, and that's what she had to do. Sam doesn't have to do that. He can talk; those people will listen. So he's as much necessary as a leader of the superhero community, as a you know, as Captain America. In that way, as he is for representing America and representation in America representation for people who don't have it
1: i think um and even like one step beyond right i think the meta conversation there is he is and and they, they talk about this you know in the end with um isaiah is like he's the you know, outside of him uh he's black he's the black captain america like that's that is going to be something that gets explored just within conversations about the mcu right and so that has to be something that's considered that gets reflected in the show, but it goes one step beyond because uh, what are the interactions going to be like when he's leading the Avengers? What are the uh, conversations going to be like when he has to make a call, you know, like, right. um, and not even, not even a call in the context of the stories, but like as the Captain America, this was the call and like now I'm a fan and I have to react to how this all shook out. You know like there's there's a lot more to it, and I think that that's really really cool because they've they've managed to bring that character to life even more than it already was by uh by being in movie and film
0: yeah man um and they've breathed life into yep that character uh Sam s cap you know we did the book club you guys can can listen to it if if you're not listening to this if you're listening to this before Tuesday. Check it out on Tuesday. We had a great conversation. Um, We see that in that book, it's all about, you know, the reaction to him, the fact that he's black, the fact that he's not afraid of getting political and speaking his truth. Something that Cap at that point is not willing to do. And it's not something that we've seen much from him in the MCU, uh, really at all, when it comes to Steve. Um, And so I love it. I think it's great. I w- I can't wait to see how they tell his story going forward and I want to make mention of the fact that it just dropped a uh, Hollywood reporter uh is saying that there are plans now for a Captain America 4 with Martin Spellman who directed this episode and was the showrunner to be, you know, in in a part of that process
1: yo that's cool yeah for sure and i think after everything well deserved
0: yeah exactly and so what what phil and i talked about last week was that if there if the result of this show was just a second season and there was no movie it kind of like it kind of like craps on what the show's point is right like you see that this you see that this show exists and you go well wait if he's the new Captain America, why doesn't he have a movie, Yep, you know? Um, and if he doesn't, well, then he is just the black Captain America. <laughs> you're going to treat him like that. Yep. Um, he's got to have a movie and step into that role for this to make, for this to be believable. Yeah. For the yeah. real world, for us in this life. He's got to have a movie. So I'm glad that they're committed to that
1: exactly dude because uh, otherwise we can't have that conversation you, you can't like even as fans you can't have that conversation because you're not going to get chris hemsworth on a tv show you're not going to get or you can but like a cameo let's say right you're not going to get these characters uh on a recurring consistent basis like that because of their schedules because of whatever but the movie is an importance is of importance and so yeah. For him to be there, that's awesome. That's super cool to hear. Because I was I was definitely here expecting like, oh, they might make like a season two and we'll see him in, in, in Avengers movies and stuff. But for yeah. it to be a cap four, that's cool.
0: And uh, I think, you know, we see WandaVision and I don't know about you, but I didn't really bat an eyelash at the idea that Elizabeth Olsen and Tom Bettany would reprise their roles on that show for the simple fact that... Um, these shows appear to be acting as bridges to get these characters set up for what their movie roles will be yeah. going forward. And that's, that show always looked like it would be one season just because that it wouldn't make sense for that concept to play out across multiple seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do that with this. You absolutely could. There's no reason why you couldn't from a storytelling perspective. But... Like like we just said, it has to be bigger than that for him. Otherwise, the show is for nothing. This show is the origin story for Sam Wilson as Cap. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't need to be told in a movie. I think the this usage, using this show to do that, that is perfect. That's absolutely perfect.
1: The same way that we get the actual Scarlet Witch out of WandaVision. Like right. it's it's the It's the origin story told narratively.
0: Exactly. And, you know, like, I I can't gush about that strategy enough because it's so effective and it cuts fat from the movies. A lot of people complain, you know, origin stories are boring, blah, 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 blah. These are, like, updating these characters for the phase, for the next phase. Mm Mm-hmm. And setting the course for the next few phases for what their stories will be. I love it. It's brilliant.
1: Damn, um, that's some genius level writing right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Damn. Like, gotta give it up to Kevin Feige and everybody who, you know, who, who does this over there. Um, the last conversation that I really want to have is about um, the Isaiah Bradley talk mm. between him and Sam the fact that sam ultimately gets him a statue you know enshrined at the captain america museum wow that was powerful
1: yeah it it uh it it extends the conversation we're having like it it makes it about that representation but also uh removing erasure Mm. from from history there's uh what is it? The John Leguizamo has a uh, a he has a set called American History for Idiots or something, Latin American History for Idiots, something like that, yep, and yep. and and all of it. It's hilarious. Go watch it. I think it's still on Netflix. Um, but it's about uh, how <coughs> how much gets missed from the conversation about how Hispanics, Latinos, affected the course of American history. And how yeah. much of it gets written by winners and people who don't have that voice, right? Because the the, the Carly's of the world aren't going to get their voices told or their stories told in a textbook. It's, it's going to be the people who were uh, in the G, what was it, GDPR meeting. GRC? Oh, GRC. oh
0: yeah, I think it was GRC.
1: Yeah, um, like those are the people who are going to be able to tell that history. Right. And I think okay. it was definitely an important moment for For anybody who is a fan of Captain America who's only ever seen the 1940s uh Rogers through to twenty twenty one and then like in the context of that, that universe right yeah. it, then they'll be able to see, oh, but there were other people and and these were other people who helped advance by x y Z, and you know that might not seem like a big deal, but it's important for uh, at least for people to be able to see that there's more to that story and it's more. Um, inclusive than it that it once was
0: exactly and you know when you talk about the fact that sam is is black and he's the black captain america yeah but he's not the first one mm-hmm. i think that's so important oh, yes. i think it's important for people to know that there's precedent um and that it's been done it can be done it can be done again and for 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 people who are minorities whether you're black or whatever uh that lesson is so huge. You know, now in the MCU, kids will grow up not only with Sam Wilson as their Captain America, but with a lineage of Captain Americas that look like them.
1: Mm. That
0: matters. That matters. Um, so I love that the show did that. It, it closes the circle, closes the loop on the Isaiah Bradley story, and it brings valuable uh, closure to him, as a character that now at the very least, he can never get his wife back. He can never get his, his jail time back, his blood back, anything like that. But at the very least, he is recognized as captain America, the same way that Steve Rogers is.
1: Yeah, man, he, he can go out having controlled the, the narrative and, and the way that he, he wants to remember it and, and the way that he should be honored.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, and you know, He brought up the Tuskegee Airmen and what was done with them. All the the Black soldiers uh, who came back from war and were mistreated, had no country, et cetera, et cetera. This is redemption of that as well, which has real-life context because that's what really happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love it. I think that was great storytelling. This series, for me, not only did it stick to landing but it's one of my favorite MCU products yet.
1: It uh, surprised me. I feel like before everything, if you go listen back on some of the main show, like I, when we saw trailers and we we saw like what to sort of expect, I was definitely down on it or at least not, not as excited because I kind of wanted something more in line with WandaVision where they did some, you know, clever stuff and homages with uh, television, you know, artsy fartsy shit. Right. But um this i think was it definitely took me by surprise with the with the message the narrative the way that all the characters were explored i think it uh is i don't know if it beats out civil war because i was pretty hype but i think it's definitely up there as one of the the better productions overall and from a marvel television perspective um it's definitely one of the better like like maybe second to daredevil daredevil season one right like and and even that is saying something amazing about it
0: yeah i'm completely with you i remember uh on the show and on the internet a lot of people were feeling that the show was going to just be some what what people consider to be uh military propaganda mm-hmm. and i think if anything the opposite happened um and clearly marvel was very aware of what their responsibility was with this show and they were true to it. And they did the right things where they needed to do the right things. I honestly don't have complaints about this show other than I wish there was more. So (laughs) I'm really happy with it. Um, I will certainly watch it again. Um, and I, and, and I mean, they've done, they did exactly what they needed to do. They got me excited for another captain America movie. They got me excited again for the future of the MCU i can't wait
1: yeah this is probably the first show that's done that that has gotten me maybe outside of like wannavision and endgame stuff but this is the first where i'm like oh now it's gonna happen in the mcu like as a whole
0: right right yeah absolutely um yeah final thoughts man if any
1: um this is a great series i mean Go watch it if you haven't. If, if for whatever reason you just decided to tune in to a review show about this stuff and you're listening to the last episode because you want to know what the deal is, bro, go back and watch it. It's, <laughs> it's really good. And um, I think for anybody who is uh, who, who's interested, like join the conversation with us because I think like in the Discord, we always have great talks about this kind of thing. And I'm definitely excited to talk more about US Agent especially coming out of the book club too like i'm probably gonna see if i can go pick up some stories from him uh because he's uh he's a character that i think is worth exploring a little bit more
0: yeah and he does have good stories in the comics uh so you know definitely check those out uh for me like i said loved it from start to finish it got better and better and better and better which you can't say about a lot of things um so if you haven't watched it (laughs) Yeah. I will lend you my Disney plus <laughs> account. Okay. You need to watch this series. It's incredible. I loved it. Thank you guys so much for taking this journey with us. We watched Falcon Winter soldier. We're done. It's over. Uh, until season two or whatever. Our next show will be Loki. Uh, we will be doing a series for Loki when that drops in June. Uh, I, believe, I believe it's June. Oh uh, so, yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Come back to us for that. If you want to continue the conversation with us, as Marco said, you can join us on the Discord. There are black boxes in our TV party channel because everybody's talking about Falcon Winter Soldier. And we don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't watched. But uh, in addition, if you want to chat with us, you can write to us at comicspals at gmail.com. While you're thinking about us, leave us a review or, or a rating, wherever it is that you are listening to us follow us if you're on youtube subscribe hit the hit the notification bell so you're made aware of when we drop new content you can leave us a comment share the video with your friends all those things are free to do and they help us out a lot more than they cost you and we really appreciate it so for marco i'm sean we are the crew watching falcon winter soldier signing off till next time take care guys